for centuries. We've been warned about little green men. Now, they are coming. They're coming for you. Prepare for the attack of the android. Hey, what's up, everybody? Today's Wednesday, December 23rd, 2015, episode 176, Attack of the Androids, usually every week, right here, Wednesday nights. Check it out, tagtheandroids.com. I'm Matt Lee. That's Eric F. What's up, Eric? Not much, Matt Lee. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, Eric. For someone that spent a fair share of time in the Middle East, you should know better than that. Jesus. Um, Hey, hey, hey. We don't say Jesus, we say Xmas. Oh, excuse me. Also joining us, Joey Kelly. What's up, Joey? <laughs> oh, my Lord, I'm just waiting for someone to make a Jesus joke. Uh, and up here in Maine, by the way, we still say Merry Christmas. That's because you're a bunch of bigoted Christians. I'm not going to get into that here, though, because this is a tag of the androids. You know what I did get? NVIDIA Shield Tablet K1 update to Marshmallow. It's actually upgrading right now as we speak, so by the end of the show it should be done. Uh, it did say that the SD card, if you have one in and you're uh, using it for anything, you might want to make a copy of it. Not saying that this upgrade's going to wipe it, but there's Marshmallow handles SD cards in two ways, right? As either portable storage... Uh, and as, as, uh, on board, basically, it just mounts it as an ex- ex- uh, extension of your drive. Uh, if you choose the latter, the onboard storage, it will wipe everything for sure. <laughs> if you choose portable, it's, it will probably leave <laughs> it intact, but you might want to make it a copy of it. it. You might want to make a copy of it just in case. I mean, these things are so ephemeral. They're, they're so flighty. I mean, just if if it's important, you know, if your Half-Life 2 game or any other giant game you had to move over to your giant SD card because of your not-so-giant onboard uh, 16 gigs of, of space, you probably want want to make a copy. Me, I'm just going balls to the wall, and I'm going to say, you know what, just wipe the whole thing because... <laughs> They're just games. Who cares? Uh, I didn't get that far in any of them anyway. And the ones I do care about, Shadowgun, Dead Zone, and Dead Trigger, that stuff's saving in the cloud. So I can just log in, and it'll pull down your character stats and info and everything. So We'll see how well it works after this. Uh, Joe, you were mentioning uh, we also got 601 on our Nexus, on our Nexus. Uh, and you were mentioning you were having some issues here and there. I've noticed, and I, I can't tell if it's just where I'm at because there's awful Wi-Fi and everything here, but it seems like the Wi-Fi has some issues. The handoff has some issues from LTE to Wi-Fi. So I, I'm hoping that gets fixed soon, or maybe it's just where I live. Well, one thing they mentioned in the Google uh, Project Fi, because that's my phone provider, um, documentation for the Android update was that they were going to launch it without a certain frequency band of 4G support. Um, And I don't know if if that's a limitation across the board or if it's just for some reason Project Fi. 
I suspect it's across the board, which may be why we're seeing a lot of people being held um, on no 6.0 upgrade. Um, I have noticed, and I didn't think I would, but I actually have noticed that I seem to get less 4G and more 3G in in places that I used to get 4G. Now, so, is that because the handoff is such a tough thing to deal with? Or I did notice Marshmallow added some stuff for this, like make your handoffs more seamless. So I wonder if some of that stuff is buggy and uh, and it's not working. Uh, it might be, or it might just be that the frequency range in this case is... N- they basically said, all right, there's X number of frequencies and we can't support, for whatever reason, this frequency, so we're just going to release the update, sorry, um, and you- those frequencies won't work. So if you're in an area with a tower on that frequency, you won't get 4G, you'll get 3G. So how Maybe. do they choose which? They just go with whatever's used by the most people, or what? They didn't say. They just said that there was a band that was completely just not working with with uh, okay. with Android six. Gotcha. They they didn't specify as to what the issue was. Most people probably wouldn't understand it even if they did release the information. Um, but I suspect that it may be a system wide Android six problem. Um, hence why more people aren't getting it. Uh, friend of the show Kyle Munns uh, down in uh, Texas. Uh, he's uh, got a Nexus six. Bought it actually. I think just before I bought mine, and uh, he's on, I think, T-Mobile, and they they have not released 6 at all, and I'm on 6.01. Yeah, Joey, so the you are correct. There was a band that was missing, and it was band 12, LTE, mm-hmm. which is what uh, T-Mobile uses, so it makes sense um, that you know your friend would, wouldn't have Marshmallow yet because it looks like they only activated that with 6.0.1, right. so he'll probably and- jump straight there. And Project Phi uses both T-Mobile and um, uh, Sprint Towers. So if I don't have a T-Mobile tower, I'll get a Sprint Tower and vice versa. So if that, if for whatever reason the update still didn't kick in, then that would explain why I'm not getting 4G anymore in that, spots where I used to. I should clarify, um, too. It's not just a regular option. It's in your developer options. And in there, uh, there's a couple of Wi-Fi settings. One of them is aggressive Wi-Fi to cellular handover. Uh, it says when enabled, Wi-Fi will be more aggressive in handing over the data connection to a cell tower when your Wi-Fi signal is low. So I don't know if that's something that's buggy. I turn mine back off, and it still kind of seems the same. So I, I don't know. And by the way, I have been getting, as we were talking in the pre-show, um, about every 48 hours, if I haven't restarted the phone... Um, for whatever reason, it will lock up, do something weird, and I wind up having to restart it. Um, it it's different things, different times, um, but I can't speak for anyone else, but I have see, received, in some cases, two rounds of updates for certain apps uh, since uh, 6.01 dropped. So it may just simply be that the apps have some sort of incompatibility problem, uh, and I happen to be hitting that uh, at the same time. Um Really don't know. There's there's not a good way to check that, unfortunately, besides uninstalling all of your apps. Well, hey, since you uh, since you mentioned Project Fi, I want to bring up a story that uh, I thought was interesting, and that is that the folks at Project Fi are now offering data only SIM cards for free. And you don't have to pay a monthly fee. You just pay for usage um, as you use it. Did you see this, Joey? 
Um, I did since you just sent it out. Um, it doesn't really apply to me because I don't have any other devices that have a um, a, a, a SIM card slot. Um, however, I love this idea. Um, I mean, there, there is no reason why you shouldn't be able to do like prepaid data only on a, on a data only device. I mean, there's just no there's no reason why you can't um, or shouldn't. And it's it's just this makes so much sense that there's no reason not to do it. And if anything, I like this uh, for data only devices better than I do for your phone because. Quite frankly, if you've got a data-only device, it's usually secondary to a tablet or a phone. And if you're in an area where there is borderline coverage, um, you, you know, if your data-only device cuts out every now and again, eh, okay, not a big deal. Your phone starts cutting out, and that's your primary. That becomes a problem. Uh, one of the other things that they're doing also um, under Project Fi, I believe every single Fi device has um, tethering, wireless tethering built in. And able to be used without any, you know, just turn it on and you're in. And there's no additional charge. They're just charging for the data. So this is consistent with that strategy. Yeah. And I, I'm really excited. I actually ordered one. Um, I'm going to see if they will let me order a second one because I have my, um, I have my tablet, which mm-hmm. has a SIM card slot, but also my Chromebook. Mm. Um, so when, you know, I, I was telling you that I had, I just, uh, I was in London for like three or four days, uh, a few weeks ago and I used project Fi. Um, I use it, I'm saying it is a lifesaver every time I travel, um, because most of the countries I go to, like I had to transit through Ukraine and they had, I mean, believe it or not, they had uh, project Fi coverage there. So I'm in the airport. I have access to the internet. Um, I land in London. I immediately have access to phone and internet. Um, it was a really good experience, and it would be awesome if I could also just like open my Chromebook and have internet access there as well. Because tethering, while it's good, it can be a little flaky, and it does drain your uh, phone battery when you might need that. Yeah, you get two devices draining your battery at that point. Uh, both of their batteries, I mean, um, at that point. What I would like to see is a device. Such as the, um, I, I apologize, I'm going to use a brand name. Um, it's a Verizon sells them. They're called the Jetpack. Um, and it's basically a, you know, DecaCard-sized device that's a 4G modem with a wireless hotspot built in. And I would love to have one of those, but with the SIM card slot. Um, oh, and Eric's holding one up. Um, Little MiFi, uh, now, is a that, little miniature it, modem. Is that better, though, than just, like, plugging your phone into one of these battery packs when you're doing that sort of stuff? I mean, uh, either it way. It depends upon how you want to do it. Um, in my particular case, I would be potentially putting a bunch of small devices onto one connection, and the phone might be hard-pressed to handle it. It might um, get a little hot, sure. Yeah. 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 Well, so, uh, personally, my, for me, for me, it comes down to the the least I have to deal with Verizon is the better. So, <laughs> you know. So what do you, now, Matt? That uh, that K one does not have a SIM card slot, correct? Uh, yeah, no SIM, just SD. Now, does your does your Chromebook like? Do you see any? Do you see any world where you might want to get one of these data only SIMs from Project Fi and put it in one of your devices? 
It would be cool. I mean, the Chromebook, nothing I have has a SIM that's not using it, I guess. If, oh, okay. Like I, I don't buy I don't buy like LTE tablets and stuff. That just never seemed like a good idea to me. And they're always so much more money wise. So no kidding. Um, yeah, yeah, the only thing I have a, a you know signal in is my phone, right? And then I can just use Wi Fi where else, or if I have a laptop, I can tether USB. But you can't tether mm-hmm. Wi Fi anymore because Verizon put a stop to that. So. Um, but PDA net still works to, to, to Wi-Fi tether USB. I mean, yeah, oh, wow. wireless tethering works perfectly on Fi. I have, I tried it a couple of times just to try it. Um, but, um, what was the other shoot? I was just about to say something that ran right out of my head. Never mind. Well, my update finished and it says that it detected an SD card. Now what should we do with it? Use as portable storage or as internal storage? Is there a destroy option? Uh, I think they both will equally destroy, sure. It okay. is interesting, though. Now, it says if if you want to use this as internal storage, that means that you're storing anything on this device only, right? Including apps and photos. This will require you to format it, and that prevents it from working with other devices. So it will format mm. it to your specific device, which I, I didn't know before. Now, is it going to be better to run it that way if I'm just running games on it? Because all you have to do is install the stuff and then go into the game and say move to, move to SD card, and that's it. I wonder if this makes your 16 gigs now 16 plus whatever your card is, right? That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Like you're 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 increasing it by whatever your like it's going to show as internal. Is storage. that going to give us speed increase though? I mean, it's still reading it the same. It's not like oh, this is a faster bus speed because it's treated as internal storage, right? That's all hardware, so it's the same speed. I wouldn't think it would be a speed increase, but probably maybe like app compatibility. Like some apps, they haven't. They maybe they they can't work very well with. Picking a different, you know, going from the uh, SD card path to a different path. Hmm. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Also, the only the downside of that is that if you are a person that does like to manage their own device and know where stuff is, if you do have everything mapped as internal storage, now you don't know if it's on the card or if it's inside. And hmm. if you're trying to back stuff up, that could be a problem. Um you know, and also, I would think if you do it as internal, the, if you pop that card out for any reason at that point, you may get system errors. Going to have a bad time. It. Yeah, I bet. If it's yeah. like sim linking to wherever everything yeah. is in there and just treating it as a virtual, yeah, yeah that right. that could cause problems. I mean, bad. yeah, that too, right? Bad cards and stuff. These, like, it's not something that pops out in these tablets. I mean, it's like you have to get something to open this really yeah. to get it in there but i i definitely i don't know it's kind of a pain so i mean i guess what i'm saying is that you should totally do the internal card thing yeah let's let's just great. do it <laughs> i think i'm gonna not do that i'm gonna do the regular one and it's probably still gonna get wiped <laughs> how big is that card 128 dude i just Ooh. i would if it were me i would do the internal because you're not going to be replacing that thing if You're going to be leaving 128 in there. Yeah. Yeah. Just do it. And then just start over and yeah, reinstall. Do you know how long it takes to download 4 gigs on a 10 megabit connection? Really long. long. Really long. 
Oh, well, I know. There's I have one. Yeah, yeah, you know. So I, I don't know. I mean, I, I I guess I could just for the hell. Of it. I have faster internet than both of you. Yeah, I, I live in Armenia. Even if we bridged <laughs> yeah, our connections, you would still have faster internet than our bridged connections. <laughs> Yikes. Oh, the the pathetic part is that you get faster internet out of the country than we do in it. Yeah, it, it's not always honestly. It's not always the case, and that's I, true. Like the first half UK, of this, it was horrible. The first half of this show, remember, Eric was always yeah. the one getting picked on for lag. <laughs> oh, yeah, good point. Let's all remember that for a minute. Yeah, a moment of silence for my for your internet, lag. You know. A moment of five seconds of silence. <laughs> Uh, that's because we always got five seconds of silence every time his internet dropped i know i i did see a pretty awesome meme the other day it was like jesus coming back and he was like fucking lag took three days to respawn (laughs) it's like yeah jesus i hear you i hear you so matt did you uh so you you have the new signal desktop app we talked about it like on chat um, yeah. how's that, so how's that working out? It's pretty good. I like it. I like that it lets you type your text from your computer, which when you're sitting at the computer and you hear a text, like it's always such a pain cause you go from super fast keyboard typing to like kind of fast, but like thumb keyboard typing. And so it's nice to just alt tab to my signal window and, uh, type my message and and send the one thing i don't and i think they're fixing it but i don't i don't know yet is the the multiple notifications like if i go open my chromebook right now i'm gonna get all the message notifications from since the last time i opened my chromebook on my desktop i get yeah so it i don't i'm i'm hoping they fix that and it's still beta right so what you can't expect it to work perfectly but um, that is one annoying thing is that you get messages duplicated, but it does a good job about them on the phone. Like if you read them on any of your computers, it reads it's read on the phone. Like it marks as read. It's just between the computer instances uh, that it has a, a hard time keeping those synced. So it's syncing in one direction. Right. So I'll open up my Chromebook and get all these messages and kind of have to wait because you can't touch anything in the bottom right because – they keep popping up, right? So you're like kind of waiting for those to cycle through, and yeah. Jeez, it could and, be fixed um, now. As this, sorry, what was that? Uh, it could be fixed now, but I'm not sure. I can go grab my Chromebook uh, and see <laughs> if we want. Yeah. And all and of you, a sudden, his Chromebook explodes. <sighs> so you can't bring your phone into work, right? So like this is this become like part of your workday thing too? Oh no, my phone is. Who said I can't bring my phone to work? Oh, I thought that you you told me once that you had like Bluetooth headphones because you oh. had your phone like out in the hallway. Yeah, because there's awful service in the building. Yeah, but I mean you uh, you okay. have your phones like up at the front of the building and all of the equipment's in the back, so it's yeah you gotta like walk up and grab it and then. Um, but there's Wi-Fi everywhere, so it's just the cell signal is you don't get cell signal in there. Gotcha. Well, in that case, you'd you'd do really well with Fi because you can use the Wi-Fi to make the phone calls. Yeah, except when there's everybody's internet or everyone's device on our 10. The internet's not faster. It's not a faster at work, you guys. I actually have faster internet here than what we have at work. Like, I opted for the the upper tier. 
Hello, sir. Would you like the turbo package? It's 10 megabits. Turbo package, 10 megabits, and one up instead of one like up. three, or was it 512 up? <laughs> that's a whole one megabit up, my friend. I know. That's the only reason <laughs> we can do these shows. This is the only reason. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So, portable storage? Am I going just wipe the thing in portable storage? You think? 128? That'd be the way Whatever to do it? Whatever you like. Yeah? Okay. Pick your poison. I'm doing it. I Go just on, hit next. It. It's like, hey, your SD card's ready. And I'm like, <clears> bullshit, <throat> you did not just format 128 gigs that fast. Oh, uh, quick format could be. <sighs> That's not even... Then my shit's still there. Don't tell me it's not. No, quick format just deletes the file system so that the file system tables so that it's not accessible, but it doesn't actually go sector by sector and wipe. Which, which means is exactly how you really want to do an SD card because you only got so many writes. Well, also true. Fuck. Hold your tablet near the trash can in case it vomits everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, bud. Let me let me hold your hair back. There you yeah. go. Wait, uh, uh, <laughs> there you go. It's okay. Oh, man. <laughs> what do you guys want to talk about next? Uh, why my tablet stopped working. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> I have an idea. <laughs> well, I am definitely missing some shit now. <laughs> oh, oh God. So next week, folks, on Attack of the Androids, Matt goes on an archaeological dig through the SD card graveyard to recover his data. <laughs> nope. I wonder, though... Well, I Matt wonder Lee and the SD card of doom. Hmm. I wonder if it lets you just like push them back. Probably not. Huh? Mm. I should have just formatted nope. this whole thing and just started. It's dead now. <laughs> it's dead now. I'm sending it back to Amazon now. <laughs> uh, I think um, let's do you want to get into the pixel C review stuff? That looks kind of interesting. Well, quickie on the way by. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, Google Play Books gets a handy nightlight feature. Um, basically, they're changing the color of the background so that it's more easy to read at night when it's dark. Pardon my ignorance, but isn't that something that should have kind of been done already? Yeah, but it's something that seems to be, I don't know, maybe like Maybe some study came out six months ago because Google did this, Amazon did it. Like, they all did it at the same time. Hmm. So it, it sort of, like, takes it from – they. Uh, let's see if I can share my screen. Um, the way that it looks is, it, like, during – while there's still, like, some sunlight out, uh, you have white. And then um, as it gets darker and darker, you're it's removing blue light, so it just gets more brown. Yeah. More and more brown. As you can see, the infinite brown. Brownness. So, Dude, your screen sharing was horrible right there. No, this is on point, awesome. though. Look at the screen sharing, though. Whoa. Anyway. Uh, so, why? Like, couldn't you do that before? You had sort of a you had like a an inverted mode, so you could go from you know white background black text to black background white text, but you didn't have this sort of like gradual warming of the background um, 
which I like I'm looking at this and I I honestly I should test it out. I don't know if it would be better or not, but I was never one that liked the inverted text because it's still it like the 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 white letters still seemed way yeah, too bright. No, when, for me. And I, yeah, no, when you need to do that, you just adjust your brightness, though. You're not adjusting the color. Like, you just turn your brightness down. Problem solved. So this just does it automatically. No, it's actually changing the color of the background. So I don't, I don't know how much it's affecting the brightness of the screen um, as much as just the color. Well, I think that this this is interesting because essentially what they're doing is they're changing the contrast between the background and the text lettering. And they're making the contrast different. When you've got white, when you get black text on white, your contrast is essentially at 100%, if you will, because it's there's no more greater difference in color that we can see except, you know, black and white. That's it. Well, as you change it and you get more and more brown, almost to the point of looking like a coffee stain on a piece of paper, you're actually altering the the the, the percentage of of the the difference between the two colors, and you're making them closer together. Actually, which under low light conditions, it's easier to see colors that are closer together. I guess on a lit screen. Hmm. Nonsense. Um, I don't Nonsense. know. I, I agree with Eric. I think this is one of those you got to try it to see if it actually helps. There's yeah. some really smart people in the comments too. Say so you would think Google would implement a black background with white words to it, conserve power. I was going to say, didn't they already do that like four generations ago? You would think they when would the, just the use e. Why don't they just use e-ink and get it done with? <laughs> What if we had E ink on one side? Whoa. <laughs> whoa, Eric. Whoa. That will be Amazon's next pro- uh, next new product. It'll be an Amazon Fire with a cover that you flip over with a with a Kindle on the cover. So you can close it like a book. I kinda have one of those. I don't have any duct tape, but if I taped this to my Kindle, it would pretty much be the yeah. same. Same thing. Yeah. Somebody, you know where the money's at. Somebody, and listen, maybe uh, uh, these uh, these kids' father here can can in- invest in some of this, right? I know you got your dad watching, so I will try not to embarrass you too much, Eric. Um, but why? My dad's watching. Yeah. Why don't <laughs> if you have Uh-oh. the same dad as Envy? Uh, uh, why don't <laughs> why don't you make a case? Huh? That holds both your Kindle and your phone. Think You're about right it. on that. Think about it. And then so the pixels that will never take off. Why? It's a case. Because it makes too much sense. You're missing the point, though. It's a case for your Kindle and your phone. Hmm? Yeah, I, I, I get it. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that. That's probably never going to work. No, I don't think you get it, though. All right. (laughs) You know what else will never work, Eric? Google... Tell me. Password-free logins. Oh, okay. Why will this never work? Because people are... Because people are dumb, and they will forget their passwords. Now, if their logins don't require a password... 
There's only one other thing for them to forget. Their password. Their username. Oh, or their password. Uh. <laughs> now, if you can't remember your username, <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't, I can't Don't help. you just know who I am? Yeah, I mean, I'm, obviously, like most technology, it may not work for stupid people. You are mm. correct, Matt Lee. Mm. However, I'm looking at this the way that I look at, like how I unlock my Chromebook. I don't put in my password in my Chromebook. No, you I just say my phone words. And I punch my face with my finger, <laughs> and it and it works. It unlocks. That's like a self-directed narcissistic streak, isn't it? Yeah, I feel like I feel like Google is tricking me. He has to say he five to hail marys shot. every time he wants to unlock his phone. It's like so the way so. It it looks like this is operating in a very similar way to how you can do, like, the phone pairing with your Chromebook, except except it's for your computer. Like, it's saying it'll it'll come up and it says, hey, there's a phone where you're signed in. And you can, you know, pick the phone, you unlock it, and then, you know, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep later, (coughs) um, you tap yes, and you're in. It's a great idea, I think. <coughs> I like that. Is that this, you do. I like the squirrel technology that Mr. Gibson was developing with the uh, the secure QR code login stuff. That was really fascinating to me because you are you can not have to use a password, right? You just QR code, and you're yeah, in. like essentially the same thing, right? Are they using QR codes? Well, no, but it's still something you have. Like, it, this is better than a QR code thing because you don't have to bring up the camera. It just, it just detects and sends you a message. Hmm. I guess I don't know. I kind of like the QR code thing, but sure. Why? Why would you? Because like QR codes are cool, so, Eric. QR codes are awesome. Okay, okay fine. So you just want more QR codes in your life? That's well, simplicity is the enemy of security. Not always, though. If you can have all of the complex biz in the back end and give the people up front the simplistic way to to get in, then I think you're you're better off. That should be the goal of security. To be invisible yet secure. If the goal of security is being a pain to your users, then it's not. The goal of the right security goal. is much like a condom, okay? Huge pain in the ass. But when when you're like, damn, I shoulda like you really shoulda, right? It's not just some little like, oh okay, that's it's just like my music collection or something. No, it's like your whole online life. Much in the same way. It shouldn't way. be like a condom though, because you don't want to feel it. That's true. I don't know. I'm confused. It should be like a really thick <laughs> <laughs> This, this is a great this is a great analogy. So you would you use this? I guess that you know that's that's the bottom line. Would you use it? Would you not use it? Uh, I'm about to play Doom three real quick. So so Matt's Matt's a, a solid maybe. I'm a huge you, maybe. Um, this just makes me queasy. Um, I don't know. Why? It's just kind of... Why? Too easy? <clears throat> Somebody's going to clone your phone and hack into your account? It's possible. It's unlikely, I'll admit, but it's possible. This isn't but, Swordfish, no, I... bro. This isn't John Travolta trying to get all your secrets. I don't think that <laughs> shit really happens in real life. Password Swordfish. 
Um, yeah, but, um, yeah, uh, the, uh, the, the bridge, uh, the package will be in the bridge or under the bridge at midnight. Confirm. Yeah, no, uh, what I'm getting at though, is that anytime you rely on having a piece of hardware around, which on the face of it is a good thing for two factor security. The downside is that what happens if you are separated from that device for any reason, theft, damage, you know, how do you then get in? If your entire life is dependent upon getting text messages from Google to sign in, how do you sign in if you don't have that device? Well, how, how do you sign in with Google Authenticator if you don't have your device? I don't know. You have a card that hopefully you were smart enough to print out when it was like, hey, you should probably write these down or print them out, whatever, whatever. And those are going to be your your codes, if you will, to get into your account should you ever be a jack-off and lose your shit. Hmm. I just keep a copy of it on the phone with Authenticator. Oh great! <laughs> in, a, in a full in a file called recovery backup passwords, very important. Do not yeah. lose ever. Security. This Social is coming Security from the universe. same guy that has the key to his key safe on the same ring with his keys. That's uh, true. Well, that's only the backup. Know. Yeah, that's it. Still, I still backed up. <laughs> so it's Christmas time. We all know it's Christmas time. Are you going to have a Pixel C under the tree this year? Ooh, Don't not put... not unless you bought me one. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. Damn. So coming in, so we this got announced at I.O. And it was the I, – I don't remember what you guys thought, but I thought it looked like a very nice tablet. Um, it, they ditched the Nexus branding. It's now Pixel. It's a nice, thick, metallic – you know, solid-looking thing, and uh, one of the one of the big hooks was that you could also get a very nice, uh, you know, allegedly very nice keyboard with it. The downside being, it was three thousand dollars. No, what was the downside? <laughs> it came in at uh, so you could get thirty-two. Uh, there's no SD card slot, so it's uh, just thirty-two onboard storage for four ninety-nine. Um, 64 gigabytes for 5.99, and if you want that swank little uh, little keyboard, um, it's 149 extra. Give me. So I don't do good. Former territory, Eric. I don't do good with these little numbers. Give me a grand total plus tax. Alrighty. Um, well, 648 dollars plus tax and shipping. <sighs> Still cheaper. It really is like the the Transformer Prime. That's about how much it was. For yeah, but that was like that was like ten years ago. <laughs> yeah, but here's the problem. Best Buy right now has a tablet, uh, not a tablet. Excuse me, a laptop uh, on special with 64 gigs of Ooh. internal storage, a 14 inch mm-hmm. screen, an honest to god keyboard, and a touchpad, and it is only two forty nine. The downside of that is that it's probably a Lenovo and loaded with malware and BIOS issues. Well, it's got a locked BIOS, um, and it's running Windows probably 10, I would guess, maybe 8. That's Uh, okay. 10's fine. I'm running 10 right now. And you know what? All you haters out there, shh, 10's good. 10's better than 8. 
Ten, 10's better than Vista, you guys. Come on. <laughs> eight was better than Vista. Eight was ten better, is better than, than eight. So ten is like notches above Vista. Yeah. Um, although I got to admit, I ran a Vista box for about six months as a, as a secondary machine that I used like every other day, and it was not that bad by not, the time they got done with all the updates. You know, not horrendous. Just not. Wasn't that great? Not good. <laughs> well, no. I mean, it wasn't like kick butt. And it was laggy and slow. It worked. It didn't crash all the time. Like, it worked. Like it did when they first released it. It was just not ideal. But it no, definitely it wasn't worked. ideal, but it was far from crap. I mean, but by the time they got it to that point, the, the name had already killed it. So there was no point in fixing it at that point. What's... But anyway, my point being, you can get point? for roughly one-third the cost, a little bit more, you can get a laptop with a full Windows OS Twice as much internal storage, which granted, probably half of that's eaten up by Windows. At um, least you, you know, know better screen. than that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, and supposedly the keyboard has problems too. So. Yeah, and the. I'm sorry. I just don't get the big expensive tablet. The 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 whole market for the big expensive tablet, I just do not understand. If you have the kind of money to throw at a big expensive tablet, you can buy a portable workstation, which will do even more. That's not the point, though. The point is these devices are trying to become that one big expensive device that you need rather than, oh, I got my Windows tablet, my Windows laptop or whatever. I have my Android tablet. I have my freaking Kindle. Like it's it wants to be that one thing, but they're just not there yet. Like, I, I don't it, think the not. apps or the, the the ecosystem is there to support that yet. No, it's not, not at all. Until until you can get like true cross platform compatibility with like most hardware stuff that you want to plug into it, weird shit like that. Like it's it's not going to be there because there's more people than not are going to need something like that, and it's not going to work. And they're going to be like, why don't I? Like you said, why don't I just buy a Windows laptop at that point? Yeah. Well, and well, I think that the answer to that question is. <laughs> Some pe- it, it depends on what you're buying it for. Like, I think I would argue that tablets um, and phones, you can be more productive when it comes to um, email, like getting email, things like that. App stuff. Window. All your app stuff, for sure. Yeah, so if, if in your mind you, you're saying, okay, I'm going to spend 80% of my time playing stupid mobile games that I love playing, checking my email and doing some light web browsing, then I can see why you would want something that is a more, I would say like a more efficient experience of a tablet because you don't have to boot up windows, blah, blah, blah. Like you can just, you know, uh, wake it up, tap the app. You're in. Well, it's the use case, right? Like, let me, let me Google something real quick. You don't go in your room and boot up your computer. Granted your computer in your room is probably just always on, but when you reach for Mm. a tablet, it is that experience of like, I click the thing and it's on. I'm not waiting for it to boot. That was a weird thing about that Qi too, is that when it was off and you just had the tablet there, like you were waiting for it to boot up. And that's a weird experience because you're not, it, you're not used to that. It's a tablet. Yeah. It should be just on, you know? So if you're trying to do more more productive things, though, like if you're trying to write the next novel and do all this other stuff, then, yeah, I've never I've never really enjoyed that experience on a tablet. So, so your, your point is well taken, Joey, that if, if you're trying to do all this other stuff, you could probably get a laptop 
that is cheaper. Mm-hmm. If but it, that that may not be what people are looking for. And plus, this is a very nice piece of hardware. This is not. You can get cheaper tablets too. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not I, like I say. I'm not. I'm not disputing the whole. Is a tablet useful or is it not or whatever? I have had uh, and or have several tablets that I have used, and they all have served a purpose. Your instant on common is well taken. Um, and and yeah, I mean there are definitely things that a tablet is good for. There's no question. I just question at, in in 2015, end of 2015 why the big honking expensive tablet makes sense and i just don't feel it does by the way i really love one of the cons that's on this android central review too many apps don't play nice with landscape orientation oh weird still and what year is still, it still and i'll tell you something that used to drive me nuts i had an original razor um, with a busted screen and the razor, um, t- um, what the heck was that thing? It was like a dock that you plugged into it and it had a like keyboard. Like the Atrix dock? Was it an Atrix? I think it was no, an it was, Atrix. Yeah, the Atrix was the razor. one that had like little dock that you could put in. No, it was an original razor. I swear to God, it was an original razor, and it had it had this docky thing anyway. And it was a keyboard and touchpad with a USB port. Um, the screen, the touch screen, of course, doesn't work because it's not a touch screen anymore. It's because uh, that's on the phone, and the the screen that you had was larger, and you had an actual keyboard you could type with. But anything that had to go into a vertical screen orientation on the app, you had to turn your head. Or pick mm. up the whole freaking thing and rotate it. And I tell you what, that got old after about, uh, I don't know, <laughs> twice. Hey, uh, yeah. moving on, ask me what happens when you try to open an app or a game that was previously saved on your SD card, but you updated to Marshmallow and then chose to not have it act as an SD. You chose it to just be <laughs> internal storage. Ask me what happens when you try to run those apps. You gotta re-download it, don't you? Uh, I I'm better. I'm one bettering that and just factory resetting it. Uh-huh. But basically, all of them forced close. It does let you send a report. It's like, would you like to? And I'm like, ah, no. I know why it's doing this. <laughs> so yeah, that's special. Um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, we expected that, but. I, I, I expected it to maybe be like, well, I'm going to put these games back over here then for you or something. That's just asking too much. Yeah, you think it should have had like a migration. I should have not listened to Eric and just left it. But I think this will be better in the long run. Now I'll just go ahead and re-download everything and uh, start Half-Life 2 over again. Um, that's fine, though. I'm a long-run kind of guy. That's right. In the long run, until this SD card actually smokes, uh, it'll be good. I feel like replacing them about once a year. Before we completely move on, mm. perhaps Ooh. I can just I'll name off the just some of the specs so people know what we're talking about. What we're what you're getting for your six forty nine plus tax. Sell us so on eight. this. Sell it. So with your Pixel C, you get a 10.2-inch LTPS LCD display. What's that mean? I don't know mean? what that means. <laughs> <laughs> you beat me to it. Uh, it has an 8-megapixel rear camera, 2-megapixel front-facing. Um, 
and it's running, I think, the same processor you're running in your tablet. It's the Tigra – well, actually, one better. It's the Tigra X1. Is that better than the yeah. K1? I th- I think it is. I think it's. I, I tell you what, is. it better not be. Oh, it totally is, Eric. Um, well, if it's not the K one but the KY, then you know it's going to slip right out of your hands. <laughs> oh Jesus! It could be the special oh, K fun. though. In which case, Joey's comment <laughs> still stands. <laughs> Please continue. Amazing. How much RAM? Um, Speaking of Joey's comment, how much RAM? Uh, three gigs and uh, it has um, y- eight of two eleven AC two by two MIMO Wi-Fi, so you can do all that, you know, fun stuff. It's pronounced MIMO, but okay. MIMO, MIMO, MIMO. So it's it's nice and it has like some fun features. Like you can plug your phone into it and charge your phone, so you can like you know like a little vampire like suck off the energy from the from the tablet. Um, so it's, it's got some neat things. I'd be curious if anybody out there actually buys it. Um, it might be good to just pre-order it, and maybe they will next queue this thing and just be like, uh, we made a mistake here, just have it for free. That's always a hope. To really just alienate the rest of the the, the possible remaining female listeners, uh, do, you said oh, you God. could plug your phone into it and let it suck it off? Like it would just suck off your your laptop? That's exact. I mean, I didn't say that. That's what they said. What's the milliamp? So technically, Google is is offending. So Google everybody. is kind of encouraging people to just let their phones just suck that thing off. I mean, what's the? How many milliamps does it have? Uh, I'm looking to see if it says how much it is pushing. Because like when I need um, when my phone gets thirsty and it needs to just like I let it suck off one of these things usually, and there's like twenty ten to. Th- 10,000 to 20,000 milliamps uh, for it to suck off in there. Um, it's a 34.2 watt hours battery. Okay. I don't know. Okay. They, they're not giving the other things. But, I mean, I hear you, but maybe some people want to suck off something bigger. Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> that Yeah, that's that's what she said. That's, that makes sense. <sighs> oh, lovely. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Hey, did you hear the rumor uh, that Hangouts is going to lose its native carrier service? Now, I don't. I never used it because I like my uh, messaging to be a little more secure than that. But it was there, right? Just as Google Voice still will uh, let you do SMS, I, I suppose. Yeah, by the way, I've actually used Google Voice a couple of times to make phone calls. Um, I'm not going to say that I've used it to send text, but I've definitely used it to take phone calls. And I am surprised at how well it works. Yeah, it's and not bad. It's yeah, not bad and I'm surprised all. how useful it is um, because, frankly, when it's integrated with Fi, you really, I mean, same number, instantaneous interoperability, not a big deal. Phone rings, you answer on the computer, phone stops ringing. Um, you know, computer rings, you answer on the phone, computer stops ringing. I mean, it, it, it's it's right there. And uh, it really drove home to me how useful it was one day when I, when I rolled into a restaurant with a dead phone battery because uh, I didn't have one of those things that Matt lets his phone suck off of. 
I know, um, you should get one. I'd let you borrow mine, but I'm told that that's not sanitary. Yeah, well, I have one now. Um, I, I, I just, you know, it wasn't available at the time. Anyway. Makes sense. Um, yeah. Uh, so um, I did phone battery, and I was actually just signed into my Gmail account on the laptop and took a phone call with the webcam. Nice. And it worked flawlessly. I was shocked. Uh, with the webcam and the microphone, obviously. But, I mean, I was just shocked. And, of course, this isn't, like, call stuff. You'll still be able to, obviously, hang out. You know, you you still hang out, bro. Like, it's fine. Mm. You can definitely hang out still. You can't send SMS with it soon. At least through the native carrier support, right? Yeah, and that's... I don't know how I would feel about this if I... if I didn't have Project Fi... Because when I had when I got Project Fi, I moved my Google Voice number, which before I was doing all my texting through. Um, like Sprint used to let you like um, let you link your Google Voice account to your real phone number. Um, so I'm I'm guessing that would be all messed up. Um, but in in the aspect of like if you're using Google Voice and then you add, then you have another like your real phone number, let's say, this makes a lot more sense. And it's something we even discussed many, many shows back a couple of years ago that bringing all of this into Hangouts was probably not a good idea and was probably too confusing for most people and not implemented very well. Will this make Hangouts a little better? I don't think it'll have any effect on Hangouts. I mean, it got bloated, let's be honest. She's gotten a little weighty in the last few updates. I mean, she she should maybe get on a treadmill. I get it. Well, that and um, that's I mean, is this part of that? Cut the diet. Get all that carrier SMS functionality that nobody was really using. Uh, get rid of it. Is that is that happening at the app level, or is it happening uh, like on the Google like server level, like the oh. back end stuff? Oh, because I would think that like yeah. I still have the option. Like when I look in Hangouts, I can tap on a little thing that says SMS or um, right, I figure right. what the option is for like just a, a chat. But I'm guessing all that functionality is still going to be there because you'll still have Project Fi and Google Voice. Well, and of course, um, this is just a rumor. So let's just, you know. Yeah, it, we we have no confirmation yet. And this, this story came out um, just, uh, well, I guess it's only been a week, so... We'll probably hear something. Maybe what's the next big tech thing that we can expect Google to uh, announce something at? Is it I/O? Well, and what are they? I mean, they still have the Messenger app, right? The native one. They do. So it's not mm-hmm. like it's not like you're not going to be able to send SMS. It just won't be through this. Exactly. And if you don't have Google's, then you have whatever you know the Samsung one or, you or know, everybody secure. seems you to have their own using, little flavor. You should just be using tech secure. Yeah. There you go. This is actually a bold move to, to push everybody to a uh, signal signal. <laughs> Why well, I keep calling it tech secure it's signal now. I know it's cause you're per- it's personally, it's cause I don't use hangouts to send SMS. Yeah. Because um, why would you? I, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm still this old school discreet, component guy that likes to have his text messages in one app you're still an aol you're on aim and msn (laughs) messenger i know i see you online when i'm online there i know (laughs) you're one of those people that like separates all your stuff at thanksgiving (laughs) 
<laughs> Actually, yes, but that's for old habits. That has nothing to do with this. Um, but uh, I am the guy that will build a stereo with a separate tuner, CD, blah, 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 because I believe that it's better than having everything in one package that when one thing blows, you have to chuck the whole thing. Oh. I like all the people so, that are like, well, I'm just going to disable auto-updates, so suck it, Google. <laughs> yeah, that'll work when they cut out the service in the back end. <laughs> yeah, it'll just, like, all of a sudden stop working, and you just, like, won't even know. Mm-hmm. That'll be better. Alright, so, um, I like this story, I think it's actually the last one in the doc, um, Asus is going to put ad blocking into its Android browser. Um, and I think that that's a cool move. Does but Asus have its own Android browser? Apparently. I've yeah, never that's... seen that. on, And I have, like, Asus stuff, and that... Is this recent? No, it's, uh, it's their, it's their uh, Android stuff. So do you have an Asus tablet still? No. That's what it is. Ah, okay. Yeah. So here's here's the up. Good on Asus for putting in a feature that probably 90% of the world wants. Bad because no one's going to use it because no one uses Asus's stock Android build. Maybe they will. Asus Android is pretty well stock anyway. Obviously I mean, I have not if they're ripping out the browser. Well, do you have do you have evidence of that? Well, I'm assuming that they must be because otherwise they would have um, uh, it would it would have Chrome uh, Mobile as its default. No, so you're this there is, is a there's an AOSP stock browser that's browser. not Chrome. Browser that the one yeah, that used to come browser. on your phone, but until Chrome started coming on default. No, is that what right, Asus is using though, or do they have their own? That's what I was wondering. Because like browser, yeah, that makes sense then. I I don't think unless we had the devices, there's we don't have a way to check to see if it's just a if it's something they built from scratch or if they just modified the stock browser from the AOSP project. So it says in its um, default browser that's loaded on all of its Android phones and tablets, Asus will be blocking ads by default using Adblock Plus technology that will be built into the browser. It sounds yeah, like so, they they did that deal where they pay Adblock and then Adblock like lets them, you know, pick and choose what the ads are. <laughs> that could be it. You don't get any ads except for Asus ads. That's right. <laughs> but they're really good. You're going to really like these. <laughs> so do you think that – so Asus, let's say that they're the first company and that many more will follow. Um, does does Adblock Plus then become less uh, – what's the word? Like less capable, less po- – like does it work as well in a future where all these browsers have it built in? Or does it dilute uh, its effectiveness? Well, currently, Adblock Plus only works on Android if you download their own browser. You can't add it to Chrome or anything. Sure. 
But let's so, say that let's say that Samsung decides to do the same thing and integrate it into their browser. But again, people will most likely, unless you've got a a a hardware manufacturer that is specifically customizing their Android experience, they're going to get Chrome. Which, and most people, I'm going to assume, are probably going to try to download Chrome anyway. I don't know, Joey. I think most people, like, I, I think most people just use whatever the browser is that that's it's called browser or it's called internet. It's called the default. Um, we we have a test subject apparently that's listening to the show right now, so we could we could check with him. He Ooh. uses Android. Ooh, who's that? My elderly father. An Android user. Wow. He is. I like that. He took to it like a like a fish to water. It was it freaked us all out. <laughs> we weren't sure what to make of it. So I will I will ask my brother to assist in this. Does he use internet or Chrome? It's a Samsung phone. I'm guessing he's just using whatever the default is. The tyranny of the default. Now, what yeah, would I mean, you it's, recommend? It's like everybody used it. Ie. What would you recommend if I wanted to see more ads in my browsing day to day? There's a lot of stuff <laughs> that I would like to know about, and ads are really the only way to know about that, those things. So, oh yeah, yeah, that's it. I'd like to. Uh, I'd like to see more ads personally. Well, I'm a, I'm searching for browser in the Google Play Store. And I think you just you picked the one with the weirdest name, with the uh, the most <laughs> the one icon. with the Chinese writing, the Chinese writing, hopefully or Russian. There you go. Mm. I th- I would say the Fire Phoenix Secure Browser is probably your best bet. Ooh, it says secure right in the title. That you it's know sec- that shit's secure. That's securely just deliver you ads. That's that's just setting the aspect too high, right there. A uh, fire monkey browser. Ooh, ooh. All right. Ambi <laughs> says I asked Dad which app he used. Uh, he isn't sure. <laughs> Therefore, it's the default. I win. But, you know, I think you're wrong. It, Chrome is not the default one that installs. It may be default because you have Project Fi. It's not the default on on just a phone. You get at Sprint or whatever. I think it's the fault for Android six. First, we all are six. No, I think okay. so. I think that it's may the, be true. Hey, guess yeah. what? Google is sending me right now a one-time text mess. Got it. <laughs> for, to do to, <laughs> to verify because it's all like find your account on here on your new on your new install of this tablet. <laughs> Unfortunately, Matt's authenticator app was on his K one. Ah, shit! <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh i i don't know I, how are we looking on time do we have time for another story uh um well no. real quick on a follow-up from last week um or, sorry two weeks ago we were talking about um the data saver on uh, chrome mobile that had just been released and um myself and i think well who was it who was it that also turned it on uh nick and i did and you did too, Eric? Okay, I forgot about you. Um, I knew it was Nick, but um, did you see any significant savings? I haven't paid attention. Hmm. What I noticed was that I didn't notice that the browser functionality was impaired any, which that's good. 
And according to the data saver section, I've got a 35% reduction in the amount of data that my browser has used from 83 megs down to 52. Hmm. My... I'm not doing as well. I'm only at 19%. Uh, but from 87.25 megabytes to uh, 71.10. Hmm. And just a follow-up for you, Joey. Hmm. The father uses internet. Mm. Just mm. to follow up for you, uh, my tablet froze <laughs> and oh. won't let me actually verify any anything. Hashtag best update ever. I know. Oh, God, I hate this thing sometimes. So well, do you the have best your update, good the best update ever was when I tried to get my Nook to run and uh, Cyanogen mod natively without a bootable SD card. That was the best update. I'm going to just shut this off now and forget that I own it for a while. <laughs> somebody somebody might be getting a Shield tablet for their Christmas. <laughs> the baby. Uh, all right, Eric, what's our email yeah. address? Our email address is show at attackoftheandroids.com. Eric, what's our website? If you'd like to go to our website, you can go to https colon slash slash www.attackoftheandroids.com I don't think it's SSL. What's our, what's the address? Oh, our real address is http colon slash slash www.attackoftheandroids.com Ah, <laughs> uh, thanks for listening, you guys. Have a great night, and hey, Merry, hey. Merry Holidays? What were you saying, Eric? Happy Holidays. Happy Holidays. No, what was the other thing you said? Merry Christmas! That was the thing. Happy birthday, Jesus! Thanks for listening to Attack of the Androids. You can join us every week at www.attackoftheandroids.com slash live.